Welcome to episode 232 of the Sports Marketing Huddle, a podcast that looks at all things marketing in the world of sports. Alongside Brian Cristiano, I'm Rob Cressy. Today's topic, we're going back to the well with the ball family. So Brian, (laughs) this is a tweet from Jeremy Darlow, Leangelo Ball, the middle son who's going to UCLA, has more Twitter followers, 1.2 million than every Pac-12 men's basketball account combined, who is at 323,000. That is four times more than all of that. That is, I don't want to say it's pathetic, but what does that say to us about the attention graph? Oh my gosh. I mean, what it really just says to us is, is look, is like, like the balls or not, or whatever, you know, your flavor is, doesn't matter. They're getting attention, right? Like there's a little bit of controversy. There's some entertainment value. Um, people want to kind of know what's going to happen or not happen or whatever it is. That's what people want. They want the story. They want the entertainment. They, you know, like there has, there's, they like the charisma. Like they like to not like people. And if so that's what the balls are doing, right? Like there's an entertainment value there. And when you look at like the Pac-12 teams and stuff like that, it's it's corporate. It's not entertaining. It's not. There's no personality. That's what I'm trying to say. The Ball family has personality. Like it or don't, doesn't matter. There is personality, and there's a reason to keep coming back and to pay attention. When a brand or a person or an entire you know a league of teams does not have personality, does not have charisma, does not have story, there's no reason for anyone to keep coming back and to keep and to follow. So that's what it is. It just truly shows you the difference between how much ed- entertainment and personality and story matter over your name. Your name doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Like that's what actually matters. So at what point could this become a potential issue? So for example... He has the ability to reach over 1 million people with one tweet. So let's say when he's at UCLA, he doesn't like the coach or something bad happens there and he says something. Is the Pac-12 or his school going to crack down on him because of the size of his audience? And certainly he's going to be seen as no different than any other student athlete, except for the fact that he has the ability to speak to a million people and has a brand that is growing from his father and other brothers there. And this is bringing in a different wrinkle than I think we've ever seen before because previously the NCAA is the megaphone. They're the ones who say this is what you can do and what you can't do. But now with the power of social media, he has the ability to have his voice heard and he has the ability to create headline news at any point that he wants. I love it. This is amazing. This is a case study in how quickly the world is changing and how quickly the marketplace is changing and how the legacy companies, the schools, older companies, older brands, they're going to have to get with the times because you can try to suppress someone like this. Say, oh, well, you can't, you, you can't say these things online. You can't post X, Y, and Z or we'll you know, suspend X, blah, 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 blah. And you can do that maybe for a period of time if that's your MO. But what it truly shows us is that the power has shifted to the individual or to the brand who is willing to put themselves out there, who has a voice, who has something to say, who has a story, who is entertaining. That is where all the power has shifted to, which is incredible because what it means 
and this goes beyond just sports like this you could talk about government in the same way if you want i don't want to go down that rabbit hole but you can what this means is all the things where everyone has had their voices suppressed because of the big conglomerate whoever that is fill in the blank has made the rules the rules stop applying when your voice is bigger than that conglomerate and so this is amazing i think and it really showcases the power shift and the communication shift that is happening right now in our time and that will continue to happen and the brands and the people and the companies and the organizations that embrace it and make it part of their growth over the next five to seven years are going to do incredible and the ones that fight against it will be the ones that lose but the people and the organizations and the brands who once had a small voice and no say now have the potential if they're willing to put in the work to actually have the power. So Brian, there's been issues in the past of uh, college sports using the likenesses of the players in video games that's gotten pulled. Now what happens when the situation with LaMelo Ball where his audience is so significantly bigger than the Pac-12 in UCLA where in theory he could charge them to tweet certain things. So let's think about the, the relationship between the students and the university there. Are there opportunities or could we run into a situation where UCLA is going to want to utilize LaMelo Ball and his influence digitally, but then what's the compensation for that? Because should this be treated any differently than any other influencer marketing campaign, despite the fact that he's a student athlete for the organization, for the university? Yeah, I mean, look, I'll be honest, it's a sticky situation, right? Because if they, if, if any, or if any college does anything like that, well, first of all, I'm, I'm sure that breaks all sorts of NCAA rules, one, but two, it sets a precedent of like, hey, like, well, now you can kind of extract money back from the college. So I don't necessarily think at least in the short term, there's going to, we're going to see any kind of deals be made, but what could start to happen in the longer term is will schools try to fight over somebody more, not just because, you know, they are a good sports player or because they have good grades and can pay the money to get there but because they also have influence and if they're having a good experience or will the, or maybe that's it. Will, will the experience be slightly better for more opportunities for people who have influence? Because if he or anyone else has millions of followers is at college and talking about how great it is and they hit that demo of other people that are coming up and going to go to college, that actually could be marketing. So I don't think you'll see any sort of compensation right away. But I do think that it has to be taken in consideration that, yeah, they, they've got the power a little bit to either paint the school in a good light where other people might want to start going or paint it in a bad light to where other people might not. Is it going to be the end-all, be-all? Probably not. They're big organizations. But does it have impact? It could. So could this start being built into scholarship packages? So think about this. The difference between LaMelo Ball retweeting every time UCLA includes him in a tweet being like UCLA wins LaMelo ball scores 25 points or something. Boom. He retweets that versus if he doesn't the amount of exposure difference in awareness. And you just mentioned it. This can be a positive thing or a negative thing. So do you think universities are just going to let this float out there in the, in the atmosphere? Or is this something that they're going to say, listen, this is going to become an issue moving forward because this is a generation of, 
student athletes who have grown up with digital media and LaMelo is not going to be the first and or they're not going to be the only player to ever have a large following going into this because Snoop's son used, went to UCLA and left. So there's going to be plenty of other people who have famous parents who are going to have large audiences. And if schools aren't good enough with building their following, as we're seeing here, here is one kid who has four times the amount of a social media following as an entire conference, his entire basketball organization. I see this could be a very, very sticky situation if it does not get addressed. Well, I think what's going to happen is that the colleges aren't going to do anything with this that is beneficial for them in the short run, right? Like they're not going to say, hey, let's get creative. Let's figure out a way where this benefits the students and ourselves. Let's, they're not going to do that. They're not going to put energy into that, right? They're, they're, these, these colleges are just way too big behemoth organizations to think that way to be honest, right? That's not going to happen. What could happen is they try to put some sort of, oh, hey, well, if you're at our school and you tweet negatively about the school publicly, you can be held liable for blah, blah, blah. Like they might try to go that route. Maybe they don't. And maybe they just let this play out, which is what I think needs to happen. Just see, like, let's see what happens. Like, that's cool. Like, great. Mentions it. Good. Doesn't treat it like every other student. That's fine. Um, and see where things start to, to, to go. Does it make a difference or not? I don't know. But I, I would say there could be a knee-jerk reaction. Maybe not UCLA, but some other future school that is a little older thinking and says, hey, let's, let's figure out a way to try to stop this for incoming students instead of let's try to figure out a way to embrace it. I don't think many or anybody's going to think that way in the short term, unfortunately. In other big baller news, the Ball family is going to get their own reality series <laughs> on Facebook. Brian, when I saw that they're getting a reality series on Facebook, the next thought I had was they're going to become the next Kardashians because I love that they're doing this on Facebook because that's where all the attention is. You need to be social. I absolutely love this. And we previously did a podcast about how uh, I'm turning the corner on LeVar Ball, the marketer, and – this just continues the positive momentum that I've got because I love that they're grasping the attention and they're running with it. It's going to be interesting, man. I mean, look, Facebook is getting into the game. The, the dual story here is, one, you know, the Ball family is getting a show. And, yes, like, I absolutely agree with you. I could see this being, like, maybe not the next Kardashians or, like, you know, some iteration thereof possibly for sure, right? Like, they got that vibe going and not necessarily even in that – kind of a negative way i just mean like from a popularity way and an intention way right that's interesting the other story is that facebook is creating original content that i think is a massive story that we need to pay attention to as well so whether it's the ball family or some other family or you know movies i don't know but it really just shows you again where the power shift is taking place in real time in front of our faces where it used to be big networks, big studios controlled all of the content, right? They could make whatever they want. And now, now not only do you not even need a TV or cable subscription to watch content, you don't even need the studios or the, or, or the media companies to make content. And that changes everything so this is going to be really cool to watch not just from the ball family's reality show yes we'll talk about that of course but also it's going to be interesting to see how facebook continues or at least tests this play into original content yeah i'm looking forward to it i fully expect that tvs will become no law tvs will just become a, a monitor just a giant monitor and oh, you yeah. can just stream apple tv roku whatever and watch yep. whatever you want That's so it. 
I can fully see the Big Baller brand channel being streamed via Facebook, and you can choose whatever you want. And when that comes, I'm looking forward to the Sports Marketing Huddle channel where we're going to have yeah. the number one sports business and marketing content ever. Dude, I love it. We got to make that happen like stat. Let's how do let's get let's get the show. Let's get the show going, man. <laughs> I, I dig it. So Brian, what's your takeaway for this? Well, there's a lot of takeaways here. Um, I'm going to go with the Facebook side, right? Like pay real close attention to what Facebook does with original content. This also, this also just gives you an insight into if Facebook is, is investing in original content, if it's video, it just really goes to show you how much attention really truly is uh, like, not that there's any argument to be had, but it is crazy. I talked to enough people that still say, well, you know, yeah, we got to be on Facebook, but TV. And you're like, dude, no, like it is all on social, not just Facebook, but I mean social. Like that is where everyone's attention is at all times, even when the TV's on. So you got to be doing video and you got to be thinking down the line of like, well, how does all this media stuff play out? Because it's not going to look at all what it looks like today in se- in five to seven years and m- maybe even less. It's going to be a completely different ball game. And, and think about that. What has marketing always traditionally been? It's been the traditional media stuff, right? It still is today. It's still 80% of all the spend, maybe more, right? So when traditional media is no longer traditional anymore, are you prepared for what it looks like? Or are you holding on to all the, the, the traditional ways to market and to storytell? Yeah, I completely agree with everything that you said. And for people listening, what percentage of your marketing budgets or time and attention are you spending working on forward thinking projects, testing new things? You can't be thinking about the way things were done. You've got to be looking forward, pushing that envelope and looking where is consumer attention currently and where is it going? Because that's what it's going to need to win. (laughs) 